Welcome to the Sweet Life Podcast. Are you ready to start living your life with more passion, purpose, and pleasure? And stay tuned to learn more from your behavioralist expert, dating coach, and relationship guru, Sweet Deans. Hey, sweet, beautiful family. So last week, we talked about thought work around COVID-19. And this week, I wanted to dive into how to date at a distance. I've been getting a mountain of requests on how to go on a date with someone without physically meeting face-to-face. I think that, honestly, this provides such a uniquely beautiful opportunity to get to know someone's soul before physically connecting with them. So today, I thought we could take this time to talk about the challenges that people are facing when trying to date at this time, and then also what some creative solutions might look like to these problems. So let's get the big one out of the way, social distancing. This may be the most difficult for a lot of you, especially if your love language is physical touch and it's important for you to get to make contact with this other person. It makes perfect sense that this would be a difficult time for you then. So the opportunity that I see in this space is that once you recognize that something like physical touch is really important to you, then you have that awareness to be able to share with your partner or potential partners, right? You may or may not have even been aware of how important physical connection is to you before this quarantine. So having this space to own your desires and then being able to share why touch is so important to you allows you to connect to others on a deeper level. This can be a lighthearted talk or a deeply intimate conversation, but either way, it's allowing you to express yourself fully to a potential partner. I think that using this time to explore what it is that you're missing from a relationship and why it's important to you will help to give you a tremendous amount of awareness about yourself. Then you can take this insight and share it with others. And by allowing potential partners to see your authentic self, you can allow them to decide quickly if you're someone that they connect with or not, which is actually a really beautiful thing if you think about it. The pattern that I see repeated over and over again is that when we have this desire to be loved, we're often tempted to modify parts of ourselves to fit into the puzzle piece of someone else. We want to be loved so badly that we make cuts to our own pieces and try to reform them. And this may work temporarily, but hardly ever in the long term. This modification of the human that you are puts you at war with yourself. You'll feel pulled between being who you are and being whoever you think the other person wants you to be. So maybe through this time of isolation, you might have the opportunity to truly get to know yourself and who you are and then be your own puzzle piece and love yourself for all the edges that you have. Then present that to potential partners in an authentic way and allow them to connect to it. And if they are unable to connect to it, then they aren't your match. And that's okay. I think a lot of us get hung up on releasing non-matches. But think about it this way. The sooner you release non-matches, the quicker you can move on to your actual match. There is someone out there who will love you for the human that you are without modifications. I know that sounds maybe a little scary for some of you. Like, how could someone just see me as I am and love me, right? And I'm here to tell you that it's possible and it does exist. And the better you get to know yourself, the more authentic version of you exists. And that means that your match is one step closer to finding you. 
the real you and loving every part of who you are. And my clients will always say, but I do the weirdest thing or I'm so crazy or I have like kids or any of the other things that you believe in your brain that makes you think that you're undesirable. Well, guess what? There is someone who will love that about you. And if you are courageously yourself and boldly release non-matches, then the right one will appear so quickly. And I know that I experienced this a lot in my dating life. Each new person I dated, I felt like became closer and closer matches to who I was. And that wasn't because I was just picking people at random, but I think I didn't actually know who I was. So I was attracting people to me who didn't know who I was either. And as time went on, there became this separation as I discovered my values, my desires, my needs. And I can just tell you that truly just knowing who I am, it has 100% changed the way that I dated. I was able to see this vision of what I wanted to bring into my life and then decide rather rapidly if that vision was shared by my potential partners. And if it wasn't, then I could just release them and move forward. So I've seen this work in myself, I've seen it work in my clients, and I can tell you that right now is the most incredible time to really get to know yourself. This little break from everyday life where we get to be home and isolated and truly learn how we really feel and what it is that we really want and what our vision looks like for the future is such a unique opportunity. On a side note, I think that it's beneficial to observe how your partner is also handling this time. Are they nervous, scared, frustrated, angry, or anxious? What are their fears centered around? This is such an interesting opportunity to assess how they handle information and what they decide to do with the information that they're given. Are they frolicking around outside or staying locked away? Do they buy a year's supply of toilet paper or are they watching Love is Blind? Actually, Love is Blind is a great analogy for this podcast episode. For those of you that have never seen it, I'm going to break it down for you. And for those of you that have, who was your favorite couple? I loved Gigi. (laughs) Okay, back to the overall point of the show. They take men and women and let them talk to each other in little rooms that they call pods without seeing each other. There are a few people who do. And ultimately, it just shows you that you really can connect to someone else's soul by communicating and learning about someone else before even seeing them. So imagine using this time right now as your own private Love is Blind studio and just really searching to connect to someone else's heart while we can't connect physically. This leads perfectly into what to do for an actual date if you can't meet up. Well, thanks to modern technology, you can do a FaceTime date. I actually recommend this to my clients even when there isn't a formal government lockdown. But you can really get fun and creative and playful on these FaceTime dates. Maybe you both get the same wine and try a glass of it together. Maybe you both order pizza and put on a movie at the same time. There are so many fun FaceTime dates that you can do. And I think that the possibilities are endless here and that with enough imagination, you can actually have so much fun on these FaceTime dates. So I don't think it's as limiting as some of you might think. So you can see that even with the rules of social engagement changing, you can still productively utilize this time for deeper self-discovery and learning new ways to communicate and get to know other people. I know that my outlook on life might be annoyingly optimistic to some of you, but I'll break down the reason that I think the way that I do. So I believe that all of thoughts are optional, and I intentionally think thoughts that allow for more opportunities and growth and actively eliminate thoughts that aren't adding value to my life. 
If given the choice, I always want there to be a space for forward progression. I don't want to hold on to fear or anger or anxiety. I want to recognize that each phase of life holds something new and unique to process, and I get excited about it. This lockdown that we're all experiencing together as a globe is insanely unifying. This type of situation has never existed since I've been alive, and I'm just in awe of how it's unfolding and how we're all responding to it. I know that in my coaching community, we're talking about making lists of things that you need and then also lists of things that you have to offer and sharing that with others and trying to connect people. I've been reaching out to friends that I may not have spoken to in a while and just checking in with them. This is a time of connection. And actually, I think this might be the best time to start dating. So jump on this positivity train. In all seriousness... I just think that by allowing yourself to use this time to be reflective, to get to know yourself, to think up creative solutions to the problems you're facing, you can utilize this experience for an insane amount of growth. Remember that you can always do a free consultation call and just talk out any of the things that you're feeling with me in a completely safe, judgment-free zone, and let's put this time to good use. If you're loving the Sweet Life podcast and you want to start rewiring your brain right away, take this free four-day Rewire Your Brain Challenge at sweetdeans.com backslash rewire and click download. I can't wait to talk to you next week, sweet family.